strike while the iron's hot. And I think that's one thing. JFDI, I mean, I think you have to think certain things through. But in general, just starting a small little thing um, and see where it goes from that. You are now listening to the New World Misfits podcast. This is episode one. I'm Toby. And I'm Kian. And we're the founders of The People. On this podcast, we sit down with forward-thinking founders, creators, and change makers who are working at the front line of change because the same old doesn't work in the new world. Today, we got a chance to sit with Mills. Mills co-founded Us Two in 2004 and set out to create a family, marrying the best of family and company. That family has exploded into a digital agency, game studio, incubator, and venture fund. But for co-founder Mills, it's a place for good energy and having fun above all else. Enjoy the podcast. I jumped out, did a quick 10-minute run. There's my, uh, there's my uh, outside of the day done, locked down already. I'm in the <laughs> prison now. But you know what? That just gave me a little bit of energy, knowing that, I've got, knowing that I've got this with you guys. It was a real motivator, so thank you very much. I appreciate it. You uh, invited me into this. I'm feeling, look, mate, I'm feeling, I feel like this. I think we all, I assume we're all going through this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like last night actually was a big night because I just, I just kind of lost, not, when I say lost it, I had a real good cry with my wife. I just like, so much was just, I think I was just holding on to so much, trying to support so many people, trying to be strong for the family. And I just, you know, I just needed that release. And then I woke up this morning, I feel, okay, I can go again for another week and then I'll cry again next week. <laughs> you know what? It's, a, it's, it's an interesting one because I think <clears throat> it feels like, uh, although although everyone's like doing the social distancing and that's quite a bizarre sort of social phenomenon, I think, especially when I'm running around, like everyone's like avoiding each other. Um, but at the same time, I feel, I feel more connected than I've ever felt. You know, I think, you know, I, I know we're still in the honeymoon period of like everyone like, taking down these calls etc uh, but I just feel there's a real there is a there is something special brewing out of this madness and uh yeah so like the fact that we're even doing this now you know perhaps we wouldn't have got around to doing this so quickly just having a chat and uh it shows that we it shows that um there isn't really a barrier now to doing this there's no excuses <laughs> for real like mm. even it's, it's that connection man like honestly the connection's always been there, but now it's like almost that time when you just connect the connection. So when you sent that video for us, that was just a real moment of firstly just passion and care. And when you were like, how are you guys doing? And we felt, you know what, when's a better time to just sit down together and just see how things are and just talk. Well, exactly. <laughs> now, exactly that. No, it's abs- you're absolutely right. And I think the reason I sent the video, <clears throat> I think it's helped this, you know, out, out of like darkness, I, I do feel like sprouts, like new things. And for, I think for me, I think it's, I, I actually feel quite like, blessed that, though, I mean, it sounds odd to be in this position right now because I kind of forced into a corner, literally. Um, and I think all the barriers that I put in place that kind of stopped me from doing certain things are gone. So take that. So the reason I did that video is I thought if I reply to you, a my fingers are hurting, and I just, I just, I can't be doing finger stuff anymore. And and then I thought I can't really get across the energy, the the feelings. Like I think what I've noticed for my own self is actually 
the thing I think I give to myself when I hear myself talking, or I'd give to you guys, is unlikely to be actually any sort of tangible, wise words. I think it's more this kind of like, this kind of energy. It's like, come on, we can do this together. And I, so I thought, fuck it, let's just send the video. Let's just make a video, let's just do it, gone. Bang, and now we're doing this. It's just wild, like, it, it really is. It's like me and Toby, believe it or not, Mills, like for the, Maybe for the last six months, we've been talking about, yo, it would be so cool to do like a content series and just talk to people that we, we respect and that inspire us. But it didn't like, obviously we wanted to do it, but until we received that video, it just didn't lead to the action and that. Oh, mate, it's just little steps in there. I mean, I think the, fun, the funny thing is it's, you actually did, you, I think it's all about team, isn't it? It's about, it's about building momentum between those little steps. We've talked about this in the past, isn't it? <clears throat> like not over worrying about trying to get to something like massive. Um, but just, yeah, a little small step. So for me, actually, doing this is also helping me. Because kind of on, I started sending these little videos, uh, like on day almost one with, with us two. You know, I'm thinking, like, what, do I, what can I do for my little house here? Um, you know, at the, at the very most and the very least, it's like I need to make sure I'm spreading a message of, of positivity <clears throat> and action uh, and, and solidarity, bringing everyone together. And I think the first thing I did, I know, so I just actually, I just did a video, um, actually not long before I did the one to you, actually. And, uh, and I, just, I, just felt, I just got that connection with people. And then actually from that, I started doing this. I'm doing this thing I do every day. I send a FAMPNY FM. So FAMPNY is what we call our, family company as you know and um and i just send uh, like a little three minute video that i've that i've made on my phone that's kind of cut up like super super cringy but super cool or well, not cool at all and it's just a build and i've noticed like from right now i'm not bothered what it looks like i'm not really bothered what i'm saying i'm just sending i'm just making sure i'm thanking people making sure you know that i'm calling a few people out and actually each day i get people contacting me from the studios you know who if I've said something that's really hit a tone with them, then they'll con they contact me and, and then we have a little back and forth and then they give me new ideas. And I think that got me so excited because I don't need to, uh, I don't need to think that I should, I just need to worry about the next video each day. And I know that each day will be a build. You just so gotta just, do what you gotta do. You know, whatever gives you energy, do you know what I mean? I think, I think that for me is what's liberated me out of this whole thing. I've even, you know, I know these are really basic things, but, <clears throat> just like communicating through like Instagram stories without actually trying and doing it for myself rather than in the past I'll be analyzing like I'll be overthinking it and trying to almost act and now like my natural behavior I think is just to be me and just be the, the wherever the fuck I am and I don't know I'm just I'm just building up a confidence of just putting random as fuck stuff up on Instagram, and I like it because that's me. <laughs> so, do you feel, Mills, like obviously you can't like physically be in the same room as a lot of people, but do you feel in another way you're even connecting even more at a different level? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, do I, that's a good question. Do I think? Yeah, I mean, I think I think actually it's giving. I, I, funny enough, I'm. I think you like you obviously, you obviously get like extroverts and introverts, and I'm sure you get like a grade in between, and I'm sure you get guys and girls on either side of that as well. And I've never really understood if I'm 
which one of those I am. Because actually, although I'm totally happy in, in an environment with loads of people and I, can, I could be the centre of attention if I wanted, um, I equally absolutely am in my element when I'm in this room. Like this is, this is a small little, little attic, which I've actually closed up all the windows so it's pitch black. Um, because I like to feel like, I don't know, it feels like a little womb almost. And I feel safe in here. And through this, I can connect in all the different ways through the different channels uh, with loads of people. So actually, because, because I think we're all in this together, as that wonderful Glee song goes, um, I feel like it's, I don't know if this makes sense, but I just feel like everyone's, in the, everyone's on the same wavelength. And so the barriers are dropped everywhere. And if it, so everyone's just being real. Now, real is my normal state, but now everyone's being real. So I, I am feeling more connected to people. I'm feeling, I mean, it can be quite overwhelming for sure, because I'm kind of, you know, I've, 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 I've moved to things like voice note and video now because typing is just too much. And just, but equally voice notes, I know that I'm putting a load on other people. They have to actually listen to it and that's taking up their time. So finding that balance. So in answer to your question, because I was not very good at answering very succinctly, yeah, I, I feel I feel really close. I tell you what, I feel I feel like um, I'm I'm feeling really, really getting really close to my wife, and that sounds really bizarre because I've been with her for 25 years or whatever. But I just think there's a, a this is pulling. This is like getting rid of the stuff that doesn't matter, and it's only leaving in the filter the stuff that matters the deep relationships, the decent relationships. So yes, I feel, I feel really connected. And I feel very, you know, the messages, um, the messages I'm sending to the fam, to us two, is that in times like this, you really do see the, the strength of, you know, in my case, an organization, a business, because, you know, we've, we spent 15 years building a culture of deep care of like truly bringing yourself to work, truly, um, <clears throat> you know, leaving that ego at the door, just being your wholesome self. And what I see across the entire company, the 250 people or so, is like people being, reaching out, helping one another, everyone pulling their weight. You know, like there's a lot of strain on the system, obviously, because, you know, everyone's, you know, working from home in, in, in situations that aren't ideal. Kids, because of course, the kids are away at school. These are really, really extreme conditions. And, you know, our job as, as company owners is to make sure that everyone understands that certainly for the next few weeks, you just got to find whatever works for you. There's like, we're all in this together and there's no expectation to, 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 to deliver at the same capacity. Um, so what I'm, you know, what I was getting at is <clears throat> I've seen the most, I, I am so in awe of what I've seen with everyone coming together. It's, it's incredible. Um, the spirit is lifted. And I think, you know, those businesses that come out the other end of, of this are going to be in such a strong place. Are in such a strong place. I mean, now is the time to show that you really do care about the people that you work with and you do everything you can to, to protect them and the business. So yes, in the answer, yes. <laughs> I mean, I feel closer to you guys as well. I feel closer to, because we're all in this. Mm. I mean, how do you feel? How are you guys feeling about it? Yeah, I definitely agree. I think it's weird because like when you're at work, you're like always like, oh, I wish I could be more t spend more time at home. And then when you're now like at home all the time, it's like, oh, I wish I could get out more. And I think it's now just an opportunity to like figure out the balance. And there's just loads of life stuff I guess you can do now. And I think it's nice. I've always had a thing about like work-life balance. Whereas now I can just figure out life and figure out like how work and business fits into that as a whole. 
So it's actually yeah. quite cool to be fair. Oh, you know, it's funny to say that's exactly how I, I actually exactly how I feel. I was saying to Lisa last night that strangely, of course, the health the health issues aside with people, I don't wish that on people. But <clears throat> I actually feel like we, I mean, we are never likely to get another opportunity in our lifetime to to baseline everything down to literally the the most minimal. Like we are not allowed to go out right now. We are not allowed to have social contact. You know, everything for me has dropped it as really, I've got perspective in a way that I, I think I was holding on to before, but it's, you know, the world is so full of like telling you so many messages. You're not really sure what really matters and you hope that in your heart, you know what matters. But now I just feel like there are key critical things that matter, you know? And although it's kind of obvious to say like family and friends and like, togetherness that that is all that matters you know i if i think about like real shit that i was murmuring on about like you know oh, i've got to get a new house you know I've, you know I've, you know i need a bigger house just because i'm you know, bored of this house it's probably more of that and now i just i've just seen my house for what it is you know it's not a big house it doesn't need to be a big house it's a space that i feel extremely safe in i feel yeah, it's just good. It's brilliant. And you know what? Sorry, I'm, I do jump around. You know, I have, I have said it before, I have ADHD, so I find it extremely difficult to stay on any track. So you, if you edit this, guys, I'll be amazed. That's why you might need to dump this whole thing. But, <laughs> like, Lisa's been doing this thing with the kids because we're homeschooling the kids at the moment. And you probably haven't seen it because you haven't been out that much, but a lot of kids are, 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 are sort of, are drawing rainbows of solidarity, like we're in this together. And if you walk around, certainly around my neighborhood, you see them on lots of kids on people's windows. So the kids started doing one the other day, but actually what I've realized is it's been going on for three days actually. And Lise, uh, my wife, she's like done the most amazing collage and I've never seen anything like it. So like last night I was like, wow, this is not going up on the window. We'll photocopy this and we'll put it up on the window. But this is art. This, I was like, Lise, you, you produce something just so special, like, and it was just, oh man, that trig, that trigger of creativity is just like blossoming, just like this, this collaboration now. It's just like, wow, like, so everywhere I look online, I'm seeing people like come up with new ways to hack their business, to 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 hack connection to other people. Like, I wake up in the morning, I can see people that I've been following for a long time do little yoga classes, uh, you know, or do um, fit, you know, personal fitness classes online it's just like whoa magic honestly i think that word like even that word like solidarity and being in it together and from just hearing like both of you as well like how do you really focus on just the stuff that really matters like what is it when you boil it down what's the things that actually matter in our lives i've realized now how easy it is to to do stuff that actually doesn't matter. Um, you know, it's, I, I mean, I, I have, I've probably spent my entire life actually <clears throat> always doing, but not necessarily doing the right thing. And I think now I'm just trying to re, now because I've got more time to think on my own because people aren't always talking to me. Um, yes, yeah, so how do you make sure that the things you're doing are having the, the most positive impact? Um, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's a weird time. Like I said, going back to what I said before, it's like, we've got to cherish this time. We really have. Um, we've got to, 
Yeah, shit, we've got, I don't know. I'm, just lo- I'm actually just loving it. And now I'm hearing what you said there. It's just, it's just unreal. And I think now we're, now of all time, like every, you are literally forced into JFDI. That's the mad thing. It's like, and that's what, in some ways, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit gutted because everyone is JFDI now. It's like, shit, now we've got to go beyond JFDI. So it's like, it really is like those who do right now, actually, if you don't do, you actually don't even get seen anymore. Whereas before you could like walk around and feel like you're doing things. So that is JFDI. It's, oh, bad. it's mad. Like on, on, when I was doing the Family FM thing, a bit like you know, what we're talking about here, you know, the, one of the nice things was about it was that um, one of the guys from the studio just contacted me and said, oh, Mills, really love that. And that's a nice thing. But, but it was more like I talked about us releasing a product today. Um, and he said, look, why don't you, what about if you bring... Dan, who had designed it, in you know, do a little video with him, and that can be tomorrow, like a little interview. And I was like, bang, damn yeah. So today, so after this, I'm just gonna phone him up. Uh, just, but I'm actually just gonna hack it like I did with you just then because I thought I can't be doing that in this complication. I'm a simple man, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do that flipping video thing between me talking, flip it onto the camera here. Love it, love it, Mills, man. Like honestly, one of the. One of the things that's inspired me is the concept of JFDI. Like, well, we might have like one listener sometime that's like yeah. listening in his bedroom or in her bedroom. So, like, could you could you kind of unpack like what is JFDI like? <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. That I mean, <clears throat> I guess the simplest way of doing it is explaining. It, I think is. There's no doubt that the, the, the biggest barrier to, to doing anything is this kind of like, is you thinking it's a too big a task, it's too daunting. And I think it's very easy to, to put any barrier you want, you know, mentally in front of why you can't achieve something. And, you know, I, I, for me, I, I work best with just like examples. So I, um, I'd always wanted, I think, to do like a, a, a little podcast series. It's very, I think it's a simple, a simple thing to do. But actually... I'd always thought to myself, well, I don't have the right mics. I don't have the right, I don't have a studio environment. I don't have, you know, I don't have someone to talk to. I don't, I don't, I also, you know, I don't want to do the same as everyone else. And then, you know what? I was in a real dark place once and I just, I just went downstairs into my little tiny cellar, which is even more restricted than this. We're talking a tiny, and I just said, and I just got my phone and I thought, you know, I'm just going to record, I'm just going to record myself talking to myself. Because I actually like talking to myself. And I thought, fuck it. I'm just going to put that out. Now, what you notice, or what I notice, is that, yeah, look, I'm not sure if anyone listened to it. But I realised that I had, without realising it initially, I had actually, I had made a step towards, that was a podcast. That was my version of the podcast. And I iterated on it each day. I just did, and the next day I did it again. I felt like it gave me energy. And actually, the next day I learned that, actually, if I took the microphone that I was using, the headphones, because I was hanging them down by my ear like this. It was such a mod. And I thought, I realized the next day, if I take them out and just talk like this, it's like a microphone. I actually felt more confident because I felt like I had a mic in my hand. And over that pattern of 30 days, I I was just adding to it and changing it and realizing what made me feel good inside. And, you know, I started, a few people would contact me and they'd say, Mills, I really like what you're saying. And I suddenly very quickly realized that when you're doing something, you're doing, I, I was doing it for myself, 
but also realized it found, it did find an audience. It's never was gonna find the entire world audience, but, it, but people who resonated with what the things I was going through, because I ended up talking about my like emotions, etc. Uh, or actually it was called JFDI, so I think people were quite intrigued by it. So answering back it, it's just, JFDI for me is just starting, just starting as the tiniest thing is all that matters. It's that simple because you learn from that. Thing. Just, just little things, just little hacks. Don't overcomplicate, don't overthink. Uh, the journey will, will teach you. But like you did, like you guys did JFDI, like we had that talk on email and it's like, for me, I love the fact that you reacted tomorrow morning at eight bang yes you bet i'm gonna do that i'm not gonna don't you know don't i loved it on that reverse it's like you didn't give me a reason to like if you had said next week i'd have said yes but i'd have you know i would have been out of the zone like strike while the iron's hot and i think that's one thing jfdi i mean i think you have to think certain things through but in general just starting a small little thing um and see where it goes from that that's so interesting to me because you see Mills like over your life and over yeah. your journey, like how do you think JFDI has almost served you or unleashed? I, I mean, like, there's, there's no doubt. I mean, I certainly wasn't, I don't think I was aware of it, but Sinks and myself, Sinks is my co-founder, us two. I think we've never had, we never had um, any strategic goals with the business we built. And that's not to say that having a, a sort of a, a, a an absolute a focus on where you're trying to get and a, and a way of getting there is not the right way i mean there's no doubt that that definitely works as well but i think for sinks and myself we always we we built a business at a lucky time where there was a lot of opportunity so i think our our natural way of being was each day was just almost going where our heart was and where we felt excited where we felt creatively nourished and so we were very lucky that we built a very big business again because of the I think the market opportunity was there, the luck, the timing. But we, yeah, we just it was just doing was the was the was the action like dream. We used to call ourselves dreamers and doers because like you can dream up ideas and that that like, but if you don't actually action them, then they're they're not really they're anything. I think that's the common mistake of a lot of people is that they think they've got an idea and that's good and you know that an idea might be good but unless you implement it and then actually find out if it is good i mean it isn't good <laughs> so i think that's you know that's that's the crazy thing <clears throat> um yeah i mean it's like it's weird it? sorry i'm jumping a bit here but like thinking about like yoga instructors who, who have limited themselves in the past to like feeling like you have to be in the same room as everyone else and of course there's a spirit you're in it together in that room and there's definitely a, like a powerful energy in there you can feel but those people who under the the curfews we're in now have quickly jumped on we can look there's no other opportunity if you want togetherness we're going to have to do it by this video call and the different hacks that people are doing to sort of build a little digital community there the, that's amazing like that may not have actually that might not have actually happened before and now it is there it's like the new world is on yeah just fucking do it just just put it out i mean you know what i mean again it's obviously never do anything like that's going to cause pain for someone but i think increasingly it's even things like uh, if i think about what i'm doing my stories here i'm putting stuff out like that basically is just for me <laughs> And sometimes you're thinking, whoa, this could go gangbusters because it's so crazy what I said. Or that was so, I, but then you realize that no one actually really cares. Like, it, it, 
so I think by putting it out there, I learned that it had no effect or it had an effect. But if I had just theorized that this thing was going to be the biggest message I could ever put out and I never put it out, I'd never know. Just on that one, Mills, like one thing you said to me and Toby that just really made us, you know, like, yo, like think about it was you said during this time, the companies that uh, come up with new ideas and opportunities are the ones that prosper and that kind of trajectory you talked about like what do you think is the difference what do you think is like in this especially now like what's the difference between the old world and the new world i mean undoubtedly obviously this <clears throat> i mean i'm no i to me it feels like um we have kind of accelerated this the move to digital you know to to digital like even if i think about the relation like the fact is i'm having like video calls with my family and everyone is actually forced to embrace things like zoom or hangouts or, or video calls and i think there's if it goes on for like 12 plus weeks it will it will build a new pattern where people will it will just be normal so i think this this race now for a lot of companies to accelerate the need to be really digital it is has is going to birth so many opportunities without a shadow of a doubt you know if you think about i mean all these businesses that are forced to un, to recognize that it is dangerous to be a business that cannot remotely work or cannot cannot still activate while it's you know remotely so it's just where you know digital is gonna was already doing this but now it is just like wow it's the, the future is here. So I think, um, yeah, I just, I mean, I think, you know, I, I've heard, and, and this is definitely not coming from me directly because I'm, I'm not really a, a big thinker like that, but, you know, definitely a lot of talk around in us two is, you know, we're already big in digital health. And I think this is just accelerating that need. You know, we have got, you know, NHS amazing service cannot, you know, we need better systems. We need better um, ways for people to to receive care that isn't reliant on people going again physically in the stage I feel I'm at right now and I was talking to our board last night was I think this week because it's kind of the first proper week is a week where I, I feel like it's still like everyone certainly my company is finding their feet we're getting stuff really working we're you know we're we're motivating one another we're we're you know we're checking on everyone there's you know mental health is a big priority for us right now and i think maybe over the next few weeks that sort of fear and unknown will will be a bit more of a constant and then i think we're going to see a chance for sort of more creative thinking like right now we're seeing lots of little businesses quickly change up i talked about you know, even a simple thing of like the yoga lessons going online but i think over the next few weeks the businesses that can like be a bit calmer think okay how do we if we believe in our future how do we actually how do we creatively get out of this as opposed to purely thinking about like hacking and cutting away because obviously we're in a stage where sadly an awful lot of businesses are going to go down there's no doubt about it i mean if you have a business that relies on people coming into your shop and no one is coming to your shop there is, it is going to be very difficult for you to, to survive. But I think, you know, those who can 
who believe in their future, if you can find any way you can to get through it. And, and, but equally, to not only come through it to survive, but to actually come through and thrive, that's the, that is where it's at. That's obviously where it's at. That's what I'm, I'm hoping for next week, that I'm really going to be able to start to feel confident for myself as well. I've got in 15 minutes, so I, every morning I've been doing um, a mate of mine, Joe, a guy called Joe Wicks, who's known as the body coach. So we actually, I got to know him a couple of years back and we've actually been working with him for the last six months. Like, really excited by that because it was, it's a project that is very dear to my heart. You know, he is someone that is, uh, he's just like my kind, he's just my kind of guy. And you know what, like he, it made me realise like he, I don't know if you know what he's doing right now, but basically he very quickly realised that the kids are at home, they don't have PE lessons, he'll be the nation's PE master. I mean, on day two, he had 950,000 live people, live streams of families. Of, you know, I had a family of four doing it. So we're talking could be anywhere up to like 4 million people around the world listening to what he's doing for 30 minutes. Now, again, what I talked about earlier on about that idea that business thrives when you hit all these sort of conditions, luck, you know, timing, uh, market conditions, everything comes at once and bang. Joe was already, you know, he was, he had been traveling around the whole of the UK the last year um, with his brother you know, try, going to schools and motivating kids to, to, to be fit. And then this comes and you could think like it's the end of the world for a lot of people, but his business suddenly, I mean, that's, that's almost like a side, you know, he has a business, but that's like a, a deep mission for him to get all the kids really understanding mental benefits of physical education. But I mean, look how quickly he, he jumped on that opportunity. This is a guy that was doing, like he would be doing live hit sessions with four or 5,000 people you know, mad, that's mad numbers anyway, because those people are deeply engaged and it's not all about numbers, we know that, but to have a million kids every morning, like in 15 minutes, I'll be down there with my kid doing it. That's just mad. You were saying like even on your journey, like timing's everything and there's a bit of luck and, and it's just like, how do you ride the wave? Do you think like that's a mindset thing? or a personality thing, yeah. or like what the sort think? of person who just thinks, I'm not going to let this beat me. I'm just going to keep going and figure it out along the way. Well, the interesting thing I think about the wave is actually that I think, you know, if we think about what a wave is, like it's very difficult to control a wave. If you're on a wave, like you just got to hold on for dear life. And um, I mean, let me actually, just, let me just play. I assume it's appropriate. I can't remember what you said, actually. But like me and uh, Joe, it's always back and forth thing. And uh, this is what he, I think he alludes to the wave that he's on right now. It's fucking insane out here, man. It's like Legends of Zelda, Shinobi 2, mate. When he gets that 10th level and you've got to throw the ninja stars down the, down the thing, down the alleyway to get the geezer at the end. It's hard. It's hardcore, mate. It's full on, mate. It's fucking, it's a whole, it's strap yourselves in, mate, and just hold on to the rocket as hard as you can because that shit's going to orbit, mate. We're going to hit Mars in the next couple of days. I'm doing ESPN tomorrow, CNN. I'm rinsing it, mate. It's on a, it's on a global thing, mate. Trust me. <laughs> I mean, what he's basically saying is, it's like, I mean, I saw he's, he, he's holding on for dear life. He's just, there's no time to think. There's no time to calibrate. It's just like interview after interview after interview, which is building up more. It's just like, he, it's just like, he's just hold on. Now, the, that's, in many ways, I think, to your mindset thing, I think, 
you've got to be prepared that if if you if you strike oil, let's say, if that's you know, and I, then it's hard to control it. You know, and you, I don't usually try and you just got to go for it, and you've got to be level headed as you can be. But bear in mind, things just are going crazy. The harder thing is actually when you're not striking that gold and that, and you're placing bets everywhere. You know, just like Joe, like if we talked like we talked about Joe before, like he's been doing this for ten years. Like he's been progressively changing things up. He's been using channels like Instagram to really engage his audience. And and he was do, he was big anyway. I mean, he was big, and certainly to me, you know, when we started working with him like six months ago, he was already a real personality. And people, but like you've just seen, like this is gangbusters now. Now that could not have happened without what's happened here. So like he he just it was perfect timing. Joe's so putting the same energy in each day that he was before. But look at the difference in what's happening because the because the time is right. People are desperate for what he has to offer. Um, and that is the maddest, that is mad. So yeah, it is a mindset thing. It's be, be prepared, just be prepared. Um, and, but I think equally try to just try to enjoy it because that moment is going to go. That's why I was saying messages after messages with Joe afterwards. Like we were just saying like, hey, you just got to try and take it in. Like, like look, yeah, it's mad. Mad. It's the crazy part, Mills, from what you said is the, you know, the 10 years that he's done and it's like it shows now because someone watching on the tv will be like yo this guy's popped off do you know what i mean but really and truly he's been doing his thing for like 10 years Mate, this, so this guy yeah and he's a lovely so he is a wonderful story and i think that's why i i, I genuinely I, I love him in many ways because he kind of he represents everything i believe in and i've seen like he you know, he, he started and he, he has a video online, I think, about his my overnight 10 year success. And um, in, in many a, ways, I think us two, you know, we we grew we grew massively because of this mobile wave. Suddenly there's a new technology, there's a new platform and everyone is exploring it. And it's like, wow, is the gold rush in many ways. And I, I don't think we I don't I think I was too I wasn't really aware of that concept. I was just in it and it was just growing and you know everything was possible and then i think you know definitely four or five years ago with us two like that crap you know the wave crashes not in a negative way but essentially eventually everyone is doing it it becomes a standard it's not a novel thing anymore and for the last few years i think we've been re-engineering us to try to find where like, where is that next wave going to come like setting little bets here and there because we think it could be like an immersive it could be in digital health it could be you know, but but it hasn't quite gone yet. Mills, I know but, you have to go off to your live uh, session soon. One question, like that's been sitting on my mind for probably a year now, believe it or not. But there's something you said a while back, and I think yeah. you had it in the manifesto, which is like you have to, and it's related to like everything we've talked about. But you have to change to remain the same. Can you yeah. say a bit about like what does that mean? Yeah, something that we, me and Sings are always saying. Um, I don't know. I don't know if we came up with it. I like to think we did. It sounds so good. But <clears throat> there's one thing I've definitely recognised that I definitely didn't recognise. I wasn't conscious of it at the beginning, but that's why. So I think it's now I look back. Every few years we would we would be changed. We would be we'll be adding to the disciplines that we offered or the service that we offered or the, or the way we were. And I think if you're, if you want to be a thriving business, you, you cannot, 
not have a, a sort of a growth mindset. And I, you know, I've, it's weird because I've only just I've only just really got my head around what growth mindset actually mean. I realise I do actually have one, which is I, I actually feel good about. It. It's just like having that willingness to kind of like augment and, and develop and change your thinking. And, and so yeah, change to say the same. Our culture for me is is the same but then what we're what we're doing as a uh, and the people in it are, have changed continuously over 15 years what we are today is not what we were two years ago is not what we were eight years and, and we're not what we started but actually we're exactly the same that's the thing the spirit is there so if you have a, if you in build if you, you you ingrain that that mindset that you have you have to be okay with with change you have to then I think you're you you set yourself up to 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 have every chance of being successful. Um, and I, I just it's just it's a one. I think it's a it's just a wonderful. It, it for me it reassures me because like it's like the const. I think a lot of people probably grapple onto like wanting consistency and and wanting the same. And I think I understand why. So if if you can be, if your consistency can be inconsistency, then I think you're in a you're. You stand a good chance. I don't know if that makes sense, guys. All I know is just it just feels right. It just feels right. No, it definitely makes sense. Definitely. I think um if we do carry on, I'd always like to ask people I always find interesting is like, what did you want to be when you were younger? God, that's a good one. It's a good one. I actually wanted to be a fighter pilot. Um, because I and and I think now I look back on it. I remember I had a bed, um, believe it or not. I had a bed that I, I realised if I got the table, I had this sort of table that, I, that just happened to like fit over the top of the, of, the, of the bed so that half of my bed was basically, if you imagine that's a bed, half of the table is on top of it. So there's, uh, you're restricted, your legs can't get up. And I put um, pillows either side and at the back. So I, basically I constructed, and I had it for a year, that was my um, fighter pilot cockpit. And I had like all the planes above. And I was like, like 15 here. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I wasn't like a baby. And what, but what I'm looking back now is I realize just the power of inspiration. So there's no doubt I'd have been watching, I'd obviously watched or read certain magazines at the time about, and that got me really interested in something. I don't know what, probably it was the shape of fighter planes. I just love the, the there's an F-14 Tomcat. It's just, the shape is just absolutely beautiful. So without really knowing it, it was more the aesthetic was, I didn't want to go out bombing people, no way. In fact, I was probably too scared to do that. But, so that, that's actually what, I think what I noticed though, is I wanted to be it for a while, but then I didn't want to be it like a year later. So. Yeah, that's the only thing I remember wanting to be. And honestly, in terms of what I do now, you know, I still don't know what I want to be when I'm older. Uh, I think I just try to, I think I've, over the last few days, and in fact, this morning I explained to Melise, um, that I realised that when I feel good is when I'm doing something, no matter what it is, just small, small creative interaction. That, that is, that's just what I'm following now. That's just what I'm following now. God, oh, it would be nice to fly a plane, though, wouldn't it? I realised actually when you fly a plane, though, you'd actually have to—you'll be feel quite sick, wouldn't you? So that—that's probably the reason that I stopped. <laughs> the thing you created sounds more fun, Mills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Who wants to be restricted in in a tiny little cockpit? That wouldn't be good. But no yeah. stress with this. Do what the fuck you want with it. I think um, 
I love the format. I think you two guys, like I said, like once you understand like the way you two work even better on this way, I think this is a lovely format for me. I've really enjoyed it. Well, it's just JFDI it. I think that's what really, if I take anything out, is you've inspired us to take action rather oh, than sit and think. Mate, it's reciprocated. It's um, it's exactly the same. Guys, I, you know, I've been wanting to do these calls as well for ages, but it's very easy to go, ah, oh, there's loads of other things I've got to do. I've got to walk around my little five-foot-by-five-foot room, haven't I? I can't be <laughs> doing this. So, uh, yeah, guys, I, the honour is all mine. I really, uh, I really am grateful. Thank you. Man, like, for you to be number one, like, first guest as well, like, as it all. Mate, number one is the only way I roll. <laughs> guys, you are legends. Thank you so much.